light the fires. And since I don't even know when the music is going to end, I decided to go ahead and just end it now. <laughs> end it now. Um, guys, I can't hear the music on my end, so I'm sorry about that. We got cut off a little bit early, but we're back and everything's going all copacetic. Um, welcome to the episode of More Than Dice, episode 145. Kathy is making her way back. Uh, John never left me like a good man should. Um, there's Miss Kathy. Um, today is going to be just a chill, relaxed day. We've had... Um, some of us have had a pretty rough week, and so we're going to do some painting. Uh, I'm going to show off a couple of models. Uh, I may try to work on a model while I'm waiting for something to paint. Uh, so go grab your hobby stuff. Go grab your paints. Go grab your miniatures. Go grab whatever you're working on, and come and join us for a relaxing day of bullshit. Um, before we do that, let's go ahead and get our sponsors out of the way. We want to thank Muse on Minis for providing us a place to host everything and get our word out to everybody. Uh, by the way, if you want to find out of our previous episodes, we're on every platform out there. Uh, you name it, we're out there. Uh, we, we are a creature creator. Um, and <laughs> Moses already cut himself. Um, which I'll be showing off a couple of two new, two new creature caster models um, that are part of the judgment line now. Um, we all want to thank Tectonic Craft Studios, Dan the Man. Um, Talked to him uh, not too long ago, and uh, everything's doing copacetic. And we want to thank uh, Metalhead Minis for hosting all of our stuff that we sell. Guys, you'll see a link pop up in the chat, uh, either previously or now. Um, you can uh, order a few things from us, or a few things from More Than Dice, from Warfare Weekend, and just help out uh, Lynn um, also uh, for Metalhead Minis and order some stuff that she has. Um, also, we do have a Patreon, and our Patreon where you can get some stuff for free. Uh, also, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you do get a um, magnetic logo that we have uh, after you subscribe for a certain amount of time. Uh, so you can find that. It's also a better way to support us. Uh, we uh, we get uh, better kickbacks, I guess, the way to say it, on that. So um, let's go tradition. John, what you drinking tonight? Uh, well, I'm going to finish off this cherry coke, but uh, for the toast, of course, I have some of this Jim Beam apple. How is but that? I'm not sure when I started, but I'm pretty far through it. I know when I banished last blood alcohol, so that might be an issue. <laughs> is it pretty good, though? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very drinkable. Good. Kathy, what you got tonight? Rum and Coke. A rum and Coke. Just a uh, rum and Coke. Um, for people that haven't been following, I am sick, so, uh, we thought that I might have had COVID, so I don't, uh, I, my test came back negative, but to be safe, I am drinking water. 
uh, and going with that. Um, so this will be my drink for the night. Um, guys, please take care of yourself. Um, just had to find, found out a friend of mine um, has tested positive for COVID, so I'm rooting for him to get healthy and safe. Um, uh, three of my coworkers have it, and um, I'm hoping they uh, they stay healthy also. Um, wear your mask, guys. Keep the social distancing. Don't hang out with people. I mean, <laughs> keep your circle tight. I'm dead serious about that. Keep it tight. Um, look after each other. Um, John, do we have any other shout-outs we need to give this week? Not that I know of. Not that I know of either. Um, guys, please look after each other. Please, please, please. Um, cheers. Cheers. Oh, I am. Yes. I'm just going to pretend that this is Lagavulin. Hit. <laughs> Let me switch over. Oh, you know, I didn't even check to see if the gonzo paint. Yep. See, I knew that was going to be messed up too. Look at that. I didn't even check that out. Look at. That. Oh yeah. I don't all... know. I don't know what happened to uh, right. uh, to your OBS. But... <laughs> it decided to well, shit itself. Well, Twitch has been and OBS had been weird for people all week. It seems like. Yeah, I didn't even update it either, so I don't know what the heck's going on with it. So let's do a quick fix because even what even my camera's not even working. So let me do. Always assembling Kingdom Death stuff. Oh, what models? Is it the is it the penis dress? Oh, what? Have you not heard about I, that? I have no idea what you're. Uh... The penis dress. You know what? Ignorance is bliss. Forget I said anything. Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put this down in the corner and we get that one. That one's mine. And that camera's not doing Arm, very good. Drinking some high quality H two O. Is it artisanal? Is it artisanal H two O Parm? Artisanal. <laughs> there we go. Transform. I actually have some of that. That's that. That's that distilled <laughs> water, right? Ham. Ham is uh, sniffing glue while building models, which I mean, hard not to. You can't do one without the other. Do, 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 do. Okay, making sure everything's still coming through. Moses echoes one and two and the 10th anniversary survivors. That's what he's working on. Oh, the cameras are so messed up. I don't know why this is so messed Water up. from the pure banks of the mighty Ohio River. Okay. It's a magical thing. Oh, my. <laughs> Thank you for following as we reset everything up. Okay, let me take off. Hey, Iron Raven Painting. How are you? Uh, you know, it's a crazy day when I'm painting, too, right? Yes. It is. It's funny. You're painting and I'm not. I'm just, uh, I'm keeping up with the chat. Okay, I'm keeping okay. up with the chat, and John like and Gonzo look, are painting. And I can look at this end and see the chat without this in the way. So. Yeah, all well, is this right. Side, I can look down at my palette. So, what are you working on today, John? I'm working on some terrain. I've got that like uh, stacked crates and stuff I've been working on. That's nominally for infinity, but it'll work for anything pretty much 30 millimeter scale where you need some scatter terrain, 40k legion, whatever. I'm painting that stuff up right now. All 
in between working on my rebel troopers, but I figured this is easy work, so I don't have to concentrate on details or anything while I'm trying to give solid uh, commentary and chit chat. So oh. that that's a raging heroes model. Wait, angry ham. Wait, wait, hold on. Are you disparaging the cherry coke? He's disparaging oh, um... cherry coke. Oh. I did pick up the two judgment models that were talked about last week. Um, this is the Berserker. Onslaught of Berserker. Mo, yeah. there's a link to the Patreon where that thing's available. Really cool model. I decided not to put, like, he has this skull cape, and you're supposed to, like, put it around, and it's supposed to go on his shoulders underneath all these spikes, and I was like, nah. So I'll use that for something else. But he looks pretty cool. He's ready to kick some ass. And then I did get the Siren. Here is the comparison of the old school models to the new school models. So not much difference. I mean, he is standing pretty tall. But this is what but it is. But is he a... I mean, is he generally a larger scale model anyways? No. Than this, this the is... average human? Well, we don't know yet, but this model is the new size of the Judgment model, so it's not much different, but this is this is one of their average size models. But you also know that this guy's got a huge base. I mean, check out the thickness of the base, and then all the skulls, and then the average Judgment base is just like a small disc. So. Yeah, Mo, it's uh, STL. That, and, and these pumpkin riders that I've been working on in my stream are also from that same Patreon they're from that same uh, Halloween set. Carnival. And Gonzo printed those out for me. Um, I did get the Siren. So I will probably put her together this week. Um, we'll see how she goes. She's got a lot of fiddly small bits. And I was like, um, this week I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> some days you're not about the fiddly small bits, huh? No. No, no, no. So, and this is the one that I was going to work on tonight. Um, let's see. Yes, angry. I would say she is very hot. It's hot, hot, hot. Um, so <laughs> Kathy was going to help me figure out all the cool ways that she paints. And so, good job. So yeah, this is how far Gonzo got last week when he was doing the half ass zenithal, just the same way that I've been talking about how I start my models usually uh, with that darker primer first and then sort of a medium value gray and then a lighter uh, dry brush over the top and this is what he ended up with last week so I suppose are we at the adding color stage now yeah. Gonzo? I was thinking we would try to do her skin and I have a color that I think I want to go with I gotta shake it up but it's called it, we're gonna use uh, Protocryl's uh, flesh, tan flesh uh, so it's not like pure white, and it's not like super pink. It's supposed to have like a little bit of brown, you know, bronzing in it. And I thought that would go really good with uh, whenever she would get the flames and such going um, on here. So I'm going to get that ready. What do you think, Kathy? I don't want her to be pale white, and I don't want her to be a, like a dark tan. I want her, you know, like a medium skin tone. Did you think the scale on that is about 32, 35 millimeters, something like that? On which you don't one? want her to be uh, 
pasty uh, Irish skin? No. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't want pasty Irish skin. <laughs> <laughs> so you want somewhere between pasty Irish skin and swarthy? Yep. <laughs> So just like Kathy and Summer, basically. Kathy and Summer. <laughs> she's a little healthy, healthy looking skin, but she's not going to, you know, when she shows flesh, she's not going to call Gondor. <laughs> oh, I'm going to paint details. If I got one. I haven't so luckily I got enough to paint else I'd be tempted to order her that mini tickles my fancy for sure. Order who? This chick? Uh, the one he's painting right now? You can't order I mean, her. That's, that's an STL file. Although, they yeah. do have some of these that they're offering as, you know, models to order off their website. Yeah. In addition to the STL files. Yeah, like Ham says, you can also order it. But do you ever have enough to paint? Right, Captain Mizzy? It's not an issue of whether you have enough to paint or not. It's, do you like this model? Is it shiny? <laughs> then it must be yours. And it doesn't matter how many other models you have. That's how this works. It kind of mattered a little bit, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> you I mean, you like to tell yourself models. that. Yes, gobble brain and a gobbo. Yes, the goblin brain must have the pretty shiny. Uh, the halfling brain also must have the pretty shiny. All right, also, Kathy. I have the crow brain. Well, I'm an orc. What do I need? Green. I'm a crow, and, and I need the shiny. Green and red. All right, so I have the color that we want to use right here on my wet palette. Now, the problem I've been having is, even though I do this type of technique, it doesn't seem to do anything at all because my paint's still too thick. And by thick, do you mean your paint is very opaque? Well, yes, that's what it means. Because there's, I mean, there's a difference between thick paint and opaque. Yeah. It, it, the, it all, no matter what, like, okay, so say I'm going to start here on the leg, and I'm going to go with the paint here the shading between the white and the black would be the same completely. There wouldn't be any change in it at all, no matter what I did. So should I, how should I, should I thin this down a bunch, you know? Well, why don't you start out by thinning it down a bunch and then just see where you are. Thin it down a bunch and then if that's too thin, you can always, I mean, so don't thin down the entirety of it, just thin yeah. down a little bit of it and, uh, and then see where you are. And I then you can, you can always do another coat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, and for me always it's just kind of an experiment too. The uh the thing I like about my Reaper Clear paints is that they are more translucent. So when you add a little bit of water to them, you know, the well that just increases that translucence and you can also remember you can uh, before that dries you can rinse your brush off you can blot the excess water and just take just the damp bristles and you can work your paint on the model with just the bristles of the brush 
to make it a little thinner and move it around on the model, which which is a, a very fun and effective way of of thinning down your paint sometimes if you need to. Also, it's a good way to remove paint that got someplace you didn't want it. Just lick it as off. long as you get to it before it dries. So just lick it off. I'm doing the exact thing right now. I'm just grabbing some stuff that ended up pooling a little more than I wanted and spreading it around but, and grabbing some of it off and moving it elsewhere. Yeah. So that's why I'm always talking about the specific paints that I use with the half as denethyl process because you do want something that's more translucent. And that's kind of why my uh, my games workshop and privateer press paints are sort of well not being used they're dusty <laughs> they, they, they sit out of reach and they're dusty because they're too opaque for for how I want to paint which is actually a good note everyone is that you should figure out how you want to paint and start getting the paints that are more appropriate to your style. Yeah. It takes a while to figure that out. Now, Moe's Magic says, and, and I say the same thing, he does the half-ass zenithyl just so he can see things. Just so you can tell what the details are. Sometimes oh, yeah. that's, that's important as well. You know? And you know and, right. And uh, just knowing what the things are and knowing what the values are ahead of time even if you cover it up with something opaque at least you you know what's there mm -hmm. you don't have to go full zenithal if you just want to see the details you can literally just dry brush your black prime model gray and suddenly you know okay that's that that's that that's where all the edges are because sometimes <laughs> this really was a ladle yeah because sometimes my eyes are terrible nowadays yeah it's yeah, there's some minis where you just you're like, what is this? What even, what even is this supposed to be? And you you can't tell, and all of a sudden you dry brush it, and it becomes apparent. All of a sudden, some things that were really hard to figure out, it just becomes obvious. All of a sudden, it's I don't know why, but I had a part in the guy. I'm like, is this hair like hanging down in the front, or is this like a targeting thing? I can't tell when it's black. You know, those targeting things that goes over an eye, I couldn't tell. See, this looks like your lightest color, Gonzo. Is mm -hmm. this the lightest color that you intend on this model, or do you intend to do a lighter highlight anywhere on the skin? Well, I mean, that's what I was about to ask you, because it doesn't look like it all looks the same color. That there's not a, you know... You're going over the whole thing, too. You're going over the entire leg with this color, and you're going over the entire leg multiple times with this color, which means that it's going to be, every time you pass over it with the brush, it's going to be more opaque. And you're building up that opacity. So you could have, if this was going to be your highlight, you could have had the most opaque parts be where you want your highlights to be, and you could have left like the underside of the leg. You could have not even painted this color if you're going to use another sort of flesh tone color as a shadow. I'll say I'm probably going to have to do, you know, some other 
darker color because this is all just i mean it all looks the same and even though you know i did the mm -hmm. the dry brush it doesn't look like it's highlighting the colors highlighted any i think that's the well that's the thing that yeah that's the thing that people struggle with with paints that are inherently very opaque so is that your cherry coke john Yes, it is. <laughs> in your face, angry ham. I, I, that's what I read there. In your face, that's my cherry coke. <laughs> so, so far, I've been along on these, just painting different, all the different types of uh, box or whatever, different colors to start. So they're all apparent. I'm going to try not and do another uh, freaking uh, daily bugle job on this thing. Oh, right. You know, the. Wow, John, I thought that was done. You just kept going. And going and going. Ham <laughs> says, I'm glad someone else than me drinks the cherry Coke. Well, good. I do. I love cherry Coke. Do not get cherry vanilla Coke. Do not. That, yeah, that kind of cancels out. Well, it's, it's not as cherry, and then the vanilla is really faint. And it just ends up tasting like off coke yeah and you're like hmm hmm i was really disappointed with that and rum it was even with the, i'm like oh the kraken's got vanilla it'll be fine nope i'm better off with cherry coke or vanilla coke but for some reason that was the only thing they had in bottle at the store so this is courtesy of local Domino's. Apparently, does not run out of trade codes, which is good. Unlike the local pizza, which ran out of freaking Pepsi one day. I'm like, you ran out of Pepsi? Yeah, we're out of Pepsi. We're out of Sprite, out of Seven Up. Can we just bring you two oranges and two uh, Mountain Dews? I'm like, yeah, that'll be okay. But you're out of Pepsi. Let me just say, the fuck? Ham has assembled so far about 40 models this week. That's good stuff. And uh, and soon he will begin building the bases for them. Ah, uh, the basement. That's always lots of fun, as long as you keep yourself in perspective. You let yourself get daunted by it, it gets problematic. But don't let yourself get daunted. There's a guy on... Uh, one of the unrelated discords I'm on. He's like, I'm about to get all these Battletech models. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm never going to paint them all. I'm like, just start painting. So I'm going to paint them all. I'm like, don't worry about that. Just start painting. Yeah. How far should I go? Should I put this detail on? I'm like, stop when you're happy. Well, then I'll never get them all done. But you'll be happy. And you'll have some of them done instead of none. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't just wait for the perfect. Some like, is better than none. Yeah. It's like, should I spend all this time put this symbol on them? Does it make you happy? Do it. If not, don't. Mo is sad their Pizza Hut is closing. I don't even know where there's a Pizza Hut in Chicago. There better not be. Couldn't you have a better pizza than Pizza Hut? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, yes. Even, even the one that I don't like that's down the street from us, that used to be my favorite one before the old guy sold up, Ah, uh, it's better than Pizza Hut. Yeah, I'd, 
Honestly, I would say that Domino's is probably better than Pizza Hut nowadays. At least when you talk about standard uh, hand toss. I miss old man Donardo. I miss him so much. Yeah, I got him. I get them happy when when old when the older folks uh, sell their business because I mean they're retired. I understand it, but yeah, there was a guy who ran a ice cream shop right down the street from where I live for forever, and then he closed it down and it became a dentist's office. It was always dentist office blow up, but it took over the whole thing. I'm like, oh, sad, sad face. Oh man, angry ham. That sounds fantastic. Okay, Making yeah. his own pizza, having beer in the dough. That will be better than Pizza Hut. <laughs> I I like I, to get the. Uh, I haven't ever made pizza crust, you know, from scratch. But I'll get the the crust at the grocery store, and then put my own toppings and sauce and stuff on it, and that's very yummy. Giordano's is good, says Hinton. Yeah, Giordano's is good. That's all I have to say about it. Their, their pepperoni uh, is less than satisfactory to me. Oh. Lou's, Lou Malnati's. I mean, if that's the same Lou you're talking about, but in Chicago, Lou Malnati's. <clears throat> They're good, too. Well, like, honestly, we're here where Bane and I are. If we get delivery pizza, it's all kind of, it's just fine. We have to go pick it up if we want the really good pizza. This is a place down where I used to live, which is probably a good half an hour round trip, just about, that has really good pizza uh, that comes out and the pepperoni is crisp but not burnt. Oh, I love it when the pepperoni is crisp. Just like around the edges? Yep. Mm-hmm. But not burnt. Too often you get it from like a donut or something and it's either soft or it's burnt. Oh, definitely Hinton. Definitely, you get the get the Lou Malnati's the next time you're in Chicago. Yes. And back to you, food. Yeah, shocking. Well, food never shocking. really leaves us. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I was just thinking. I was like, we can never shut up about food. That's true. <laughs> it's kind of a commonality across the board. <laughs> we do all have to eat, so it is uh-huh. a fine common ground. Why breaking bread is sort of the, the, the phrase Food and nerd stuff. Food and nerd stuff. I mean, and? Hams is just letting the crushed tomatoes slowly simmer with some black pepper, olive oil, chili sauce, just before you take it off the stove, and the herbs and a touch of honey. Oh, that sounds good. That does sound good. Why are you not here making pizza for me? And now I'm going to have to set up for the last of that thin crust pizza I bought today. When after, after we get done, that's not going to be nearly as good as what that sounds like. <clears throat> pizza cracker just sounds awful, Vanion. That just sounds like somebody took a, a couple of Triscuits and threw some cheese and tomato on them. That actually sounds good if you toast them. I love Tristan. I mean, it kind of does, but I wouldn't call it a pizza. <laughs> no, hey, we're not the outlaw. There's I a Giordano's opening by you. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Hopefully, it's as good as they are here. What was that, John? Uh, 
Train of thought. I don't remember. Sorry. Pizza cracker. Pizza cracker. I would call it pizza pizza cracker. <laughs> uh, Cracker Barrel's actually okay. Having knowing two people who work there, so they're doing all they can, at least locally, to uh, keep people safe and keep from being stupid. It's the point where I hear stories of people going, "But I want that table over there." Well, you can't sit at that table in there because social distancing. Uh huh. But I want that table. Well, you can't have that table. Hashtag shut up and suck it. My niece does not actually say that to people, which I tell her is good customer service to not say that. Remember, you can think whatever you want, just don't say it. All right, so I believe that she does not have anything covering her boobs but these little leather straps. So, Well, you good. know, yeah, paint it that way now, and if, if you notice that there's something there later, you can always paint over it. Yeah. I'm going to say she has... Nothing. And it's just a little S&M outfit. That's fine. No problem. Oh, uh, wait. A miniatures company is making models with an S&M outfit? That's, that's, that's rare. No. I would do that. Nobody. I can start an internet rampage, isn't it? Got a stray hair that's... Mo's Magic says, I was a cook at Cracker Barrel in my youthful days. That was like two months ago, right, Mo? Oh, damn. Your youthful days. I did tell one of the guys on my team, he was, he was talking about being an old guy, to shut up, fetus. <laughs> it goes more like 25 years ago. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm trying to to amass some basing supplies for for this week's basing stream. So I'll need Sculpey, and I will need to. I'm gonna maybe try and bake some uh, different Sculpey shapes. I don't know if we have. I don't know if we have Sculpey Classic, the white Sculpey, because I like that one for making uh, ruins. Because you can take uh, and make stuff into bricks. You can really sculpt. Uh, you can carve into it really easily. That's what I like about it. As opposed to the firm Sculpey, it's much harder to carve into that. Fair enough. Beyond that, well, then I guess I'll have to get some viney stuff together and some leaves. I haven't really used the leaf punch at all oh the green stuff is it the green stuff yeah leaf punch? yeah we've got we've got green stuff for leaf punches and i haven't really done that at all it's hard to get those thin enough to not look real that's probably see with leaf leaves on bases like if they're sculpted in they just look too thick yeah well we have a lot of leaves outside right now and <laughs> hey we like to just bring them in and use leaves yeah so, and we'll just like, I yesterday I picked up uh, a leaf off of the floor and it had tiny little leaf shapes punched in it. <laughs> you just bring I'm it like, in, look at, it down look a little at bit. this leaf with, with the leaf shapes. 
Pam's hoping to get pins in the middle of the week. What kind of pins are you uh, are you getting? Like brass rod or uh, just uh, paper clips? What kind of stuff are you using for pins, Pam? Oh, the texture rollers. Oh, rolling She's pins. He's calling them rolling pins. Sorry. And I'm sitting here, yeah, thinking pins like pinning your models together kind of pins. Or pinning your models to the bases. That kind of stuff. So, Angry Ham's texture rollers that he's getting are the Elven, the Dwarven, the Celtic, and the Dark Runes. Those are all good choices. Those will be very fun. Asterisk Tawan. Luke Tawan. Uh, oh, the Luke leaves, Put them in a blender. They very small leaves. I mean, fair. I mean, I mean, you could. You could. Or you could have leaves that are shaped like leaves. Like maple leaves. Or oak leaves. And or then, and then, leaves. if you really wanted to, if you wanted green leaves, you could take all those leaves... Put them in a container with some watered-down green paint, shake it shake it around, get that paint all on those leaves, and spread them out so they can dry. Are you telling me to shake it all about? Yes. Be the hokey pokey. It's all about. <laughs> oh, it's funny. One of these pieces doesn't have the... Uh... Wow, I did a terrible job there. doesn't have the same boxes. There's a box that only exists on this one longer piece. A box type, let's say. Legionnaires, you just found that out? What did you just that, find That uh, 40k Space Marines moved to 32mm bases. Yeah, that was a big hubbub about that uh, when it yeah. happened a couple years ago. Two you years ago? You need a lot more bases, yeah. That's how... Excuse me. That's how I feel about my Ogre Kingdoms. They're all on square bases and I know they always say you can play them with the square bases they don't have have to be round you know but no they must be round that's us talking not them yeah they, they don't be round all they want we're gonna be like no it's not round they must be round Nosferatu says just don't get any sculpty from that James guy I hear he likes Zinch the sculpty may be tainted <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. James likes the Tiznatch? He does. He does. He's a creature of constant change. Well, that's like his spirit animal, then? Yeah. Someone at work called me their spirit animal? I was oh. like, thank you? <laughs> I think that's a thank you. I'm not 100% sure, but we'll go with thank you. So I've been, I, I feel like I could save this for the media section, but I've been watching Kippo and the Age of Peace. Uh, <laughs> and? And I love it. I love it. And, you know, uh, do you think you could guess what my favorite creature is from that so far? I'm about, I'm not done with the first season yet, but I must be like eight Episodes in. Is it Nine? the pig? Huh? Is it the pig? No, it's not the pig. Is it the bees? 
No, no, but I do love the bees. The bees made me laugh my ass off. Yeah, the bees. bees are awesome. It's the uh, it's the community of tardigrades. The what? Do they fold space and time? Movie through the most this bicentennial network. The community of water bears. Oh. <laughs> that was just I'm like this is my favorite character so far this thing is awesome these guys this community of I mean it's like a oh god it cracked me up the whole thing he's like this it's like this Buddhist community of uh, I like tardigrades to begin with you know the yeah, fact I, I totally forgot what they were called I was, I'm just used to being called you know the, the bears Water bears. Water bears. Yeah. The, the fact that they are actually featured as a character in this in this show. It's called Kippo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. It's an amazing cartoon. I'm gonna tell you right it's now. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's it's amazingly the artwork, I love the art style. The art style is really neat. The uh the story is pretty interesting, and it goes off the deep end. It's like, what the fuck? And you're like, you know, the frogs, the talking frogs that I've wear business suits in. with uh, mustaches. Yeah. So there's a link to the wiki on it. Like, I couldn't wait until our media section to mention that because <laughs> I don't know what made me think of it. The water, uh, the water bears. They're just. There is there is so much good with that. It has good representation. So many amazing things happen in this show, and uh, it, I mean it's a cartoon, and uh, but it's so good. We've been liking it. So Mizzy, Captain Mizzy, has uh, finished watching the entire season. Um, she watched it after me, and so I'm sitting there, and she was like. We, 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 we discussed it a little bit on, uh, you know, back and forth on text and you know, we thought about the season ending and everything. And the whole series? Yeah, the series. Because we, we were caught up. And, um, like, two days later, she's like, wait a minute, what the fuck? What happened to? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're just catching that now, huh? <laughs> it's super cute. So, no spoilers, but it is definitely. It's, it's cute. It's fun. It's intelligent. It's funny. <laughs> Dave. Dave is amazing. All the things. Dave is a insect that goes from pupa to old age constantly during the episode. He just, yeah, he's always metamorphosing. And it's hilarious. And then... But yeah, there's, there hasn't been an episode yet that I've been disappointed in. No, it's, it's a good solid cartoon. And it's good that it got an ending too because I mean I hate whenever shows come on and you're like oh this is really good this is awesome and then it disappears and you're like shit. Like uh, for example that um, <laughs> show I saw on Netflix The uh, Away which was the, about the astronauts going to Mars and it got cancelled. That's the one with uh, Katie Sackhoff in it? Uh, with who? Sorry, Katie Sackhoff from BSG. No, um, that was the one Hillary Swank. 
Okay. I don't know how I got those two confused. Uh, that was... Oh, I can't remember the name of the one that she was in that you're talking okay. about. But yes, that one is renewed for at least one more season, they said. Katie Sackhoff was in Longmire. Yeah. Joke. I don't know what else she's been in lately, though. I don't... She hasn't had a lot. There's a lot of people who don't get a lot of, you know, roles after, if you will, their breakout role. You're like, what's going on? Why have you not made they the word get... goodness? Are you not giving them a chance? What's going on? Get typecast. I don't know if that's it. It's just weird. And often early on, they make a big deal about it. You know, they'll like use that as like. I mean, her character on Longmire was definitely different than her character on BSG. Yeah. If you find me a character in another show that's like her character in BSG, I'm going to be like, what the fuck is this series? Because that's weird. A lot of stuff I could talk about our media section, so. Lots of crazy stuff. So are you planning to, Gonzo, are you planning to do some base coats all over the model? Or or just paint the skin first and then... I wanted to get the skin in because I know, I know there's a decent amount of skin here. And I wanted to get that done so I could see. And also get the paint the way I like it. Ask questions about it. Because like I said, everything's here, but all the highlighting I did is gone. Yeah your paint too thick no uh, it's just it's it's an opaque paint yeah no it, it's it's pretty damn thin it's just like as he says it's very no no so what i have to do is some highlighting and so you using so water to do it down yeah it's it's thin it's just not thin enough it's just so not really let me see if you get this right kathy will probably correct me if i'm wrong can't you use like a, uh, a acrylic medium sort of thing to uh, make it less opaque and not just water down to infinity? Uh, I mean, it would be kind of the same result. It's just that there's anytime you have a paint that has a lot of white pigment in it like this does, it's going to be really opaque. And by the time you water it down enough for it to not be opaque, then you're really just, there's hardly any pigment left. Fair enough. I mean, I just say that because uh, when I was painting one of my models, the guy who was uh, giving me tips on part of it had me use a lot of uh, uh, mixing medium from P3 to get the white so that it would make something look faded and worn rather than just white. Mm -hmm. And it worked pretty well. Well, it's possible. I mean, if you were in front of me, <laughs> then we could look at what kind of paints you had. And, uh... And experiment with with what their properties are. The the darker paints you get here, the less uh, white pigment is in them, 
than the less opaque they're going to get, generally. Well, I figured once I get a good solid base color, then we can go back and we can do like the highlight and, you know, shading or whatever on the skin. I mean, because the skin's almost, it's almost got a good solid color all the way around it. On all the parts that are flesh tone. And that's what you wanted is a good solid. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to get it where it's all like even looking. Legionnaires' rumor is Katie Sackup will be in Mando this season. Yes. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd be happy to see her in there. I'm not as excited because honestly, um, what's her name who played uh, uh, the cavalry from Age of Shield was in there for about 12 seconds. Yeah. Like, it's cool to see him, but you can only see him doing bigger roles, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Moses, I like painting skin. Giggity. Ha, ha, ha. I love painting skin. I paint so much skin that I don't get enough practice with non-metallic metal because they don't paint enough armor. Which, which is funny. What I need is more models that have more armor. Right, so I need one. like less barbarians and more fighters. I will send you one, Kathy, because I have one that I think would be really good for that. Now, I suppose I could take some of these spare, uh, you know, space marines that I have sitting around and practice painting down metallic metal on their armor, which... That would probably be really good with curves probably, and stuff. Yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I should do that. Like where your head's out there. Yeah, so perhaps, uh, you know, one of these days I'll get to that. However, now we have, we have basing for the, for the pumpkin riders and then finish the pumpkin riders and then finish Carl, Carl Thulu, accounts receivable. And then uh, that's the ancient one from Shadows of Brimstone. Yes, that's Mr. Mr. Carl Thulu accounts receivable. Cthulhu's, you know, cousin. Uh, so he needs to get done. And then after he's done, then we're going to experiment with oil paint. Poor Carl. Carl is not languishing. I, I, I do get paint on him when I'm not streaming. So, you know... He's he's getting some attention, Parm. Don't you worry. Pam is wondering if there will be object source lighting. And yes, yes, Pam. Gonzo is planning to do object source lighting on, on her. Yeah, because, I mean, this f whole flaming whip and the entire flaming dress, I guess you could call it, um, is going to have it. And there's going to be some down here on the base and right in here. So gonna be right here is going to be some object right here. And then on her buttocks, and then right around in here where there's a now, really do you, 
do you have fluorescent paints? Yes, I do, ma'am. Okay, so so the fluorescent paints will be translucent, if not transparent. So you'll be able to use that. Uh, you'll be able to use that. Yeah, that was one I was going to definitely use. Because uh, we, we were talking about that using for flame, and I was like, "Oh, I got it! I got that fluorescent Vallejo yellow airbrush paint. We can use and try that out." Now, for all the parts on her that are actually flame, as opposed to the parts that are reflecting the flame, I would go back and paint those all white. As weird as that sounds, you want those parts to be all white, and then. You're gonna do a reverse dry okay, so brushing. Wait, 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 wait. The okay, so go go back to say what you were saying. Come on, work on this because I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. Oh yeah. So all the parts that are actual flame instead uh -huh. of the reflected light. Okay. You'll want to just paint, paint those off. white. Okay. Just paint them white. Get white down into the deepest crevices. And then you'll take your your grayer color and dry brush over it's it's the reverse of how you usually paint so your lightest color is going to be in the crevices and your darkest color is going to be where normally your highlights would go uh okay, and that's so for that's for flame the whip whips because there's actually two whips there's one on her one wrapped up in this big one and then but like here the the whole I don't think the whole thing and i mean we can do whatever we want but i just wanted to do like the tips of the the dress were flame, and then the the dress was its original color, whatever we yeah. Whatever so all the parts that all the parts that you want to be flame, those are the parts that you'll do white, so that the white is down in the uh, in the recesses, and then your darkest color is going to be where your highlights normally go, and it's exactly the opposite of how you normally paint your lights and darks, because when you're painting flames, those the the hottest parts are the lightest parts, and those are the parts that are down in the center, right? Correct. Just like a candle, just like a, a campfire. Correct. So that's how I always have thought of it: is if I'm, and I've stared into many campfires. <laughs> so. I can go and it was that right always now that. the. The, the deepest parts that were uh, the lightest parts. And then as they got cooler, that's when they got to be darker and more yellow and orange and then red and then even black. Uh, if you're looking at the ash. Nosferatu says, I can't wait till you do oils because honestly, it's not sticking with me other than for small blends or washes. We will learn it together, Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> because I have, I have, I've done about as much as, well, you've done more than I have Nosferatu. All I've done is watch, watch Jim uh, streaming about it. So I haven't actually touched them at all. So that should be, that should be fun. And but I'll be doing bait, uh, busts. I have some Blackheart models busts that I'll be working on to start out with. You also got a gobbo bust that you have to work on too. Yes. Yes I do. That I still have to put together and clean. 
and that mask. But the mask is such a big scale. It's yeah. such a much larger scale than than what I'm used to. So I'll have to really think about what I want to do with that. Yeah. Mo's Magic says, I'm having a love-hate relationship with the oils. So we will... Uh, we'll we'll get to know oil paints together once i uh sometime in november is when i'll be starting that up once once carl is done then uh we'll we'll get the busts out and and start figuring out how oils work because i mean you know you can you can watch all the videos but once you once you get them in your hands and you start applying it to the model that's when you really start figuring things out. Moa says, I have a lot of busts somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. I am there. They're in a drawer over here. And they're my Lovecraft busts. So I have I have a Cthulhu. I have uh, I have an Innsmouth guy. He has the Innsmouth look. He's all fishy. And I have HP Lovecraft himself. And I have ideas about what I want to do with that model. Um, and I have, I have one or two other ones that are that are from that Lovecraft collection because Blackheart Models has a has like several different Lovecraft busts. Nosfrati says I can do the stuff that the YouTuber Macro for Sony is doing with oils, but full-blown only oils like James does has been a challenge because they can't break the acrylic habit. Yeah, I have some deeply ingrained acrylic habits, and I have never, ever used oil paints either. So, yeah, let's, we'll see. We'll see if I, if I have that same problem that you have, Nosferatu. You've been airbrushing all day and your airbrush blending is getting pretty darn good. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. I have not touched an airbrush. I don't know. I mean, I have touched an airbrush. And I did spray some stuff out of it. But I've that was only, that was like for five minutes. So I don't really count that. So, um, yeah, airbrushing is one of those things on my list of things that I need to learn. Or do I? Do I need to learn it? I don't know. Maybe I don't. We'll see. We'll see how the oils go. It feels like it'd be a good idea to learn it. It does. It feels like something I should at least know about. Uh but yeah, the oils could be one of those things that just, I could be one of those people that just starts using it and and then never wants to go back to acrylics. Who knows? I don't know. Or maybe I end up like Nosferatu and Mo, and I'm like, I don't understand this. It's not working. Just give me my acrylics back. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> hey, Bill Robertson. He says you don't need to learn airbrushing, but it's a really handy tool to have in your arsenal. Yeah, yeah. It's another tool in the toolbox, just like Mo says. 
Always good to have lots of tools in the toolbox. Sure enough. True that. Howdy, Hailboop. Oh, Congo with the late arrival. I'm going to get the rest of the white on this, so I'm not going to switch over to media section until I get all the white on this. That's cool. Well, that's fine. We can start talking about stuff whenever. Yeah, That's true. I'm, we can start talking about movies scene. right now. Three Maybe minutes. We have already started talking about movies, huh? I think we have. <laughs> <laughs> so just pretend I hit the media section button. We got to write the new screen. I'm gonna oh, hi, Ryu. How are you still awake? You crazy person. <laughs> All right. Will uh, Kathy anything else for media section to talk about, or just uh, what you already spoiled in the episode? Probably, uh, probably. But you go ahead and and talk because I don't really remember right off the top of my head. Okay, well, I'll save the other stuff because that's more can be. Oh my more gosh, I see. And just as I said that, I just remembered. But go ahead. No, go ahead. So on Saturday, I watched uh, I watched Cabin in the Woods for, I mean, I've seen that several, a bunch of times. Uh, but then after that, we followed it up with my very first viewing of Hellraiser. Oh, man. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> Especially after watching Cabin in the Woods. I really wanted to watch Evil Dead too, but my friend didn't have that, so you know. You can only watch what's on tap, unfortunately. So, what did you think of Hellraiser? I liked it. It was fun. It was it was hilarious to me. Like, I have a friend who was asking me, so you know, did you did you hide under the covers or hide behind the hide your eyes? You know, at the at the I don't know whatever. I don't know what scenes I, I would have hid my eyes from because I was too busy, you know, observing the gore to see how realistic it looked. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. so, I mean, that's how I'm watching it. Maybe even late 80s. It was 1987. See, late 80s. <laughs> I remember when that originally came out and people were like freaking out. It was like, oh, my God, this is the scariest, creepiest horror movie in the world and oh. and so i i have to watch the second one but who knows maybe i don't know if i watch the ones after it we'll see but yeah the second one i want to follow up but it was yeah it was it was to me i mean now it was cheesy it was fun uh it was predictable. Uh, <laughs> but but I I like that whole, you know, interdimensional, you know, the cube opens portals and stuff. That's what I said, Bill Robertson. He says the Cenobites are Slanishy for sure. That is exactly what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It was all about the pleasure and pain and the senses and you know, yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. So, when Gonzo was still going, I uh, finally got to see 21 Bridges. 
Oh, man, I still have that on my queue. Oh, guess you should have watched it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, probably going to end up being, if not the last, one of the last Chadwick Boseman movies, unfortunately. Um, since he passed. But uh, it was uh, very enjoyable. I was actually, uh, I won't say I was expecting more. It's about what I was expecting. It is mostly mostly investigation and, you know, cop intrigue and then mystery and then some action on top of that. But I will say I was not necessarily expecting the end of it to be what it was. And I'm not going to spoil it since God hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, please but the whole concept is that Chadwick Boseman's character is known for getting for shooting people. Though the number they say is not super huge. Apparently, he's been with the force for or for nine years, and he's shot eight suspect, eight people. But they've all been cleared by internal affairs. They're sort of setting up that whole you know he's sort of like the police avenger. He's got a uh, which honestly in today's environment this whole concept changes. But in any case. Um, he's got that sort of reputation of being sort of like the Avenger, you know, he goes after the bad bad guys and they often don't make it to, make it to trial. Um, and in a I don't want to say botched trial, but in a, in, a, in a robbery, in a crime, eight, well, seven cops get killed and they bring him in to go find the suspects. And that's the whole thing. They're cutting down, they, they shut down every way out of Manhattan, all the bridges and everything. That's why it's called 21 Bridges. Um, and then they go, they go find him. And there's more to it, of course. There's always more to it. There's stuff going on in the background, um, and a little bit of mystery. Not too much. You sort of see where it's going. Um, I would not call it like the best, of the best, but very enjoyable. I mean, it's got a great cast. I mean, Chadwick Boseman, J.K. Simmons is in it for a bit. Um, people who you're not really know for doing good jobs. Uh, Taylor Kitsch is in it, and he does a great job in the role he's given. He's not been not had a lot of luck let's say uh and then you know keith david and uh a bunch of people in just small roles is very enjoyable um i definitely suggest it uh, i'm gonna give it i was pretty riveted to the whole thing even with some of the things not being surprises to me at all but i'm gonna give it uh i'll give it one space herpy it was very enjoyable um the biggest thing i say is it doesn't overstay its welcome movie like this, like put twists and turns in, it's only about an hour and 40 long, so it doesn't put that extra twist that would be a twist too far in. Wraps up the story nicely at the end, and uh, yeah, very enjoyable. Cool. Now you should watch it. Yeah, I've got it on my queue, I've got it set, and it's recorded, I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, actually, it was on sale during uh, Prime Day, so I, uh, so I bought it. I mean, it's it's worth owning on. Uh, it's worth owning on Blu-ray. So. Um, I finished the entire episodes of Evil, which is on Netflix. Which, uh, by the way, did get renewed for a second season. So happy about that. Um, everybody know Evil. If you heard me talking about Evil, is a show about um, a priest, a uh, forensic uh, psychiatrist or whatever and like a tech guy and they research if things are actually supernatural or not 
Um, and it has to do with serial killers and everything. Um, almost sounds like a punchline rather than a freaking, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, you heard this before a priest. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. I was thinking it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it actually was pretty good there. Uh, there's some parts in there. You're like, Oh shit. Um, and then you're like, okay, okay. And there are some parts that you're like, is this supernatural or not? And we don't know yet because of what's going on and the big conspiracy uh, that is going in with the, the main story. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know yet. Um, there are, um, the characters are good. They all work together. They, they you can tell they have good, they have good chemistry. Uh, those three work off each other really well. Um, but, uh, I'm giving it like half a space therapy to zero. Um, because there's a, there's a little thing you're just like, oh, okay, this is a VR episode. You can't do that in VR, you know, but you gotta just kind of shut your brain off on it, you know, type thing. It just, just kind of little, little twinge things, but nothing bad. Um, but overall, I mean, I really liked it. If you like serial killer stuff, you like supernatural stuff and you like thrillers, um, this is go for it. It's, uh, it got renewed for another season, so we'll get to see season two. Um, it's on Netflix, so um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Go check it out. Kathy, what else you got? Anything? Well, I mentioned Cabin in the Woods, but I've probably talked about that one before. <laughs> I, I'm sure I have, because I see it every year. <laughs> I, I feel bad because I haven't seen it yet, but I'm not exactly a horror guy, so it's on yes. my list. Ah, but... It's so much more. It's so much more. I mean, it's, it's metaphor. It is. It, it really is. It's the timing that they have uh, separating the the scenes from of the horror part of it from the scenes of the other parts of it. It's flawless. It's 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 the kind of movie that that if if you don't care for horror, you you might well you've seen other horror movies right quite a few yeah I, so I, you would appreciate it because it's it's like filled with tropes and it's meant to be filled with tropes yeah yeah and, and it's, it's that's very what, from what I understand. yeah it doesn't take itself seriously at all i didn't know what to expect when i saw it in the theater uh but as soon as the credits at the beginning started playing, I had a smile on my face. <laughs> I was like, this is like just the little the little artworks in the credits at the beginning were like, I was like, this is going to be a bit Lovecraftian. There's something that's going to go on that's deeper here about this. And I was not mistaken. And uh, it just, and I like shows that don't take themselves too seriously. That's why I was such a big fan of Evil Dead 2. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> 2, which is, in my opinion, very superior to Evil Dead 1. Yes. Yes. Evil Dead 1 is just straight up uh, a horror movie, uh, zombie slasher flick. But, you know, 2 just, yeah. 2 is the best. I know there's people that, that love, love Army of Darkness and everything, and I like Army of Darkness too, but I still feel like 2 is, is a classic. It's a classic. 
You should probably watch the the TV show. The TV show is pretty good. Oh yeah, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah, I yeah. have not seen that yet. Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty decent. It just it's just like Army of Darkness in episode form. But it's funny. Um, you know, Joss Whedon was one of the writers on Cabin in the Woods, and it got me thinking. He ain't done much of shit in years, and I don't know why. Like. All he did was the rewrite and, you know, reshoots for uh, Justice League. More mm-hmm. on that in a moment. And I don't know why he doesn't much shit. He's done like one TV episode since then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. It's not like, what, do you like people upset because Age of Ultron? Age of Ultron was fucking great. Like, what was this good as Avengers? Well, no shit. Few things in the world are as good as Avengers. It's just in. Oh, weird. I might have to look into that more. Good night, Angry Ham. Sleep well. Good night, Angry Ham. Oh, maybe yawn. Oh. Just thinking about a pillow. Oh, oh my, uh, more on that is I'm seeing all these uh, news articles about Zack Snyder's Justice League, as they're calling it. Yeah. And they want the Snyder cut. They're not getting the Snyder cut. They're getting a post-op Zack Snyder adding elements that he would have added in. And maybe he would have. We'll never know. It might be the George Lucas. Of course, it was supposed to be nine movies. It was always supposed to be nine movies. <laughs> you know, it might be that revisionist stuff. And but it's like, oh, they're gonna bring back Ben Affleck for, for well, Ben Affleck or some stuff, other stuff. Bring back uh, Jared Leto's Joker. You know, Margot Robbie for Harley Quinn. I'm like, so I watched a Justice League movie. Ain't none of those fuckers need to be in that movie at all. <laughs> like, I was gonna watch it anyways. Because, I mean, I have to compare it, but it's not going to be a Zack Snyder cut. It's me, Zack Snyder, adding extra shit to a movie that was, like I said at the time, it wasn't a touchdown, but it was a field goal. You got some points on the board. Good job. After the shit you'd put out prior, I mean, what else do you expect? So that's interesting to hear. Uh, you guys want else to talk about Gonzo? Because I got more news to talk about. Um, I did want to talk about that they said that Michael Keaton was coming back to play Batman in the Batman Beyond uh, HBO Max uh, TV series. That he is the perfect role for that. Correct. Fantastic. Um, I saw that, uh, I think it was yesterday or today, and I thought that was a pretty cool little thing. I was like, uh, one, Batman Beyond on HBO Max, fuck yeah. Two, yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton coming back and being Batman. Being old, ba- old, old Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I'm all for that. That sounds amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, though funny. Also, he named himself Best Batman. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's do one... we really have a Best Batman. I don't. <laughs> I don't think. Well, I do think of when I think of Batman, I do think of one actor in particular. Uh, spoiler: It's Adam West. <laughs> but I mean it's, there hasn't been a best Batman that's sort of the problem for it that's that's the problem yeah. we're getting into no one has really gotten every aspect you get you know Michael Keaton who's a great Batman not the best Bruce Wayne you get Val Kilmer who's a great Bruce Wayne not the best Batman and then George Clooney comes in and his movie's so terrible he just takes the blame for it no one judges whether he was a good Batman or Bruce Wayne I thought he had the best <laughs> middle ground of the two of them uh, and then you get uh, Christian Bale, and he was solid in both roles, but that got pretty far afield from standard Batman pretty quick. Yeah. And then you get Ben Affleck, who had about 12 seconds to be Batman, basically, and not yeah. in good movies. No. 
but he's also playing old Batman. So really, what is, you know, you'd have to do a long-standing series of classic Batman for us to say someone is the best Batman. They're all going for a different sort of subgenres, that sort of the thing. In any case, proceed. Well, we're at the side. Oh, no, know? it's like saying who's the best Bond. I mean, we uh, all know it's Sean Connery. Connery. <laughs> <laughs> Try a hard one. <laughs> but still, you know what I mean? No. Who's Besides the him. Yeah, who's the second best? Well, you know, there are aspects that each one focuses on. <laughs> no, Sean Connery, yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean, second best. I was going to be Dalton. I'll give Daniel Craig a solid third, Pierce Brosnan a solid fourth. I don't really care if that. <laughs> I don't know. Pierce Brosnan and, and Roger Moore kind of tie for me. Fair. Lazenby was good. He he was. He didn't have enough time to really. Yeah, but he was good. His his one James Bond was good. And I think Roger Moore gets a, a bad rap because his going back to watch him now. They're so out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, well, they, and he—they had him doing it way longer than he really should have. Like a couple, a couple movies longer than he really should have. And he was getting older, and they should have really gotten somebody else. And it really became almost a parody of itself during his days too, which yeah. was a problem. That's why Timothy Dalton so. I like it so much because they became much more interesting suddenly. You're like, oh, shit. James Bond, serious business. Yeah. And sure, he's yeah. throwing some one-liners out, but it's not like all <laughs> one-liners. It's some hardcore, cold-blooded one-liners. That's some um, good observations there, John. Almost like I'm an amateur movie reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did watch the, just came on Netflix called Over the Moon. It's, in, uh, it's a cartoon. Uh, about a, <laughs> uh, it's about a girl that um, gets told a story about uh, a lady that goes to the moon and uh, lives there, and like her love of her life dies, and you know I'm sure it's based off of a, an actual Japanese story, um, and it's got the old school Disney feel with songs all the way through it. Um, now it is, I think it's done by, was it, uh, that's a Netflix film. And I thought I was thinking it was done, but I mean, it's got songs all the way through it. Um, the songs aren't bad either. Uh, usually when they do them nowadays, you're just like cringeworthy. You're like, uh, can we just get it passed? Uh, and the characters are good. Um, it deals with life and death as a, a kid. Uh, and also, you know, moving on like a parent, um, uh, remarrying. Um, and so it was very well animated, uh, very brilliant, bright colors, which I really liked. Um, story was pretty good too. Um, overall it was a really solid cartoon. Um, don't want to spoil it cause it, like, it just came out. Um, but, uh, it was pretty neat. I liked it a lot. I liked the art style. I liked the story. I liked that, uh, it dealt with things that were relevant, um, mother passes away and the father remarries and the new wife has a son. And so, you know, be, you know, a blended family type thing and such. And, uh, it deals with life and death and, you know, 
accepting certain things. But I mean, it was it was pretty solid. And like I said, it's the songs were actually pretty decent for a non Disney movie. Um, and they were they were in the appropriate where appropriate area of the show. Um, so uh, I gave it probably maybe one. Um, just for some of the things, there was a little slow parts here and there and a little predictability, but it would be an amazing. Kids will love it. Uh, as an adult, you're like, yeah, this is pretty good. You're like, okay, yeah, I got this. I see where this is going. I see where this is going. But, uh, kids will definitely enjoy this. So if you have any, uh, you know, preteen or teenagers and, you know, younger type thing, they'll enjoy the movie quite well. So I, I recommend it. Go watch it. It's only like an hour and 45 minutes. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing to watch. I'm not going to take up your whole time. Awesome. Kathy, you got anything else? Nope. I have one more before you get started, though, John. Uh, and it's going to be quick. I finished up, uh, um, what was it? Uh, Lovecraft Country. Uh, the season finale was just recently. And um, I don't know if they're going to have another season of it. If they do, great. But if they don't, I feel okay with it because uh, the story kind of finished um, and it gave an ending, but there's still more that they can do. You can tell that they can go off and do some more stuff, which would be cool if they did because there were some really cool new characters that spawned uh, because of the show. Uh, this show did go quite off the deep end on a couple of things, but like really, you know, Lovecraft type stuff and like space travel and extra dimensions and it went crazy um on some episodes but i really liked it really good show uh very entertaining if you got hbo um go watch it um i enjoyed it um if they have another season great if they don't i'm okay with it uh because it it ended a story but didn't leave it on such a cliffhanger that it was um That you couldn't finish it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like such a... You're like, oh, what's going to happen? Okay, don't know what's going to happen to that character, but I'm okay with the way I left it. Um, so yeah, the season is completed, Mizzy, so you can go uh, watch it all the way through now. So, All right, sorry, John. I just wanted to give that one. Uh, thumbs no, up, no. zero space herpes. Thumbs up, zero space Very good. Even with it going off the deep end. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> there was something you're like, the fuck? Because it had to do with time traveling and dimension hopping, and you're just like, the fuck? Okay, yeah, let's go for it. It's Lovecraft. You know, it's a Cthulhu thing. You don't know what the fuck's going to go on with that one. Cool. So, the other ones I talk about, there was some other news dropped in this media thing that's important. Uh, uh, they announced that Disney Plus is doing a sequel to Willow that I hear is a series. Is that right, Kathy? Yes, yeah. So very interested in that, and I said this in other places. I wonder if they're going to base it off the sequel novels that were written uh, by uh, George Lucas and Chris Claremont of X Men fame, because um, they were interesting. Though I'm not sure the people be ready for that. Like, let's yeah, I yeah, I had never heard of the books, and a friend of mine was like, "Yeah, they have this this series of books," and he was wondering the same thing: were they gonna were they gonna do it from that, or is it going to be totally fresh? And yeah, yeah I think no. everyone should be happy, uh, should, should understand, so that they can be happy when they watch it. That you will probably not see Mad Mardigan, you will probably not see Shorsha, his, uh, the Queen's daughter, 
for the Evil Queen's daughter. It'll probably be Warwick Davis and then a grown-up Laura Dannon doing things. So that Maybe doesn't give me there will be though. brownies. I imagine there will probably be brownies, even oh, if yeah. it's not the same two brownies. Well, as oh, funny yeah. as it is, the brownies and uh, uh, Willow Upgood and Laura Dannon are all in the sequel books, too. So we'll see where that goes. Right now, nothing to tell, but I am going to follow it in interesting because Willow is one of those fantasy series that uh, I like. And after our discussion last week, Gonzo. Mm hmm. About fantasy, when we see another great fantasy series, you know, there, <laughs> people start getting one now. Daikini, yes, Banyan. Yeah. I see, I didn't even know that there was actual a series uh, written after it. So, that at least I have some. It's not like they're just doing a sequel to do a sequel. They have actually source material to go off of. They do. I don't know if they're, like they're going to use it. If they do, they'll probably change it a bit. Chris Claremont has a certain style. Yeah. That uh, may not lend itself to TV, as is evident, or movies, as is evidenced by the fact that everyone keeps trying to do his arcs for X Men, and that never fucking works. <laughs> the Dark Phoenix Saga, that was him. Uh, that hasn't worked on movies yet, and they tried a couple different times. Yep. Uh, and then the other one is I saw some news that they're making a mask movie, and if you don't, I don't mean Jim Carrey the mask, I mean Mobile Armored Strike Command. I oh my god, really? that I fucking loved. Oh, yeah. And they have an actor, theoretically, signed on to be Matt Tracker, who is the leader of MASP. I don't know why Mo Matt Tracker. Trying to man <laughs> with uh, a K, but hey. I mean, he just sounds like an action figure. Yep. Two Ks in Tracker, too. Let's see. Two Ks. <laughs> it was the 80s. What do you want? And if you're not not familiar with Mask, it's all about vehicles that look normal and then they transform and they're not normal. Yes, Mask was a cartoon at one point. Um, it does not hold up so well, but it's okay. Find it is it better than YouTube. some, worse than others. <laughs> I watched the first episode uh, recently, within the last year or so. Um, did not hold up as well. Uh, oh, oh, and the person my. they got was... Uh, Ryan Reynolds. What? So I'm interested because Ryan Reynolds is awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, um, uh, I'd like to see him get another chance to do something action-y without him having to be quirky humor guy. I don't want him to get typecast because he's getting typecast. Thank I mean, you for the follow, Ekibat. I mean, heck, look at the, the trailer for Free Guy. I'm not sure you've seen the trailers. If you haven't, you should see the trailer for Free Guy. Yep. Because... I'm still going to see it. He's kind of getting getting uh, typecast as a yeah. certain type. And I don't want that, you know? Like, uh, was it Six Underground? Seven, what was that movie? Gonzo Six Underground, on that yeah. Yeah. You know, he was a little typecast in that, too, when I think it would have been better if he wasn't so snarky funny and was more serious. So you don't want but, him to be Deadpool in every role that he plays? Correct. Correct. Have, to. have you have you guys <laughs> seen Smoking Aces? No. Yep. He's serious in that, and I thought he was very good in that. So we'll see. I do, like I said, I do love Mask, and uh, I'm interested to see that. And I like how they're. It seems like they're taking stuff a little slower and not just throwing out. Theoretically, Hasbro is trying to make a big combined universe, but with the rise and fall of Universal's Dark Universe. 
that may or may not happen anymore. But by Rise and Fall, being they put out one movie, it did really shitty in the theater, probably because it wasn't a good movie anyways, and immediately got the whole thing canceled. We'll see. Right, Nosferatu. Because if that means they do a whole series, it means you'll have G.I. Joe and Mask and Transformers and all in the same universe, which is fine. They'd all fit. I mean, honestly, uh, as funny as it is, uh, they've actually made figures for a couple mask people in G.I. Joe. So, we will see. That's all I got. Um, I did want to say that I am still watching Hellstrom. Um, it is a dark Marvel movie. Um, or TV show, I should say, not movie. <clears throat> and it's on... Um, it's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original one. Um, and I don't see them making a second series of this already. Yeah, uh, I don't... I, I know who Hellstrom is. David yeah. Hellstrom is Son of Satan. And I don't think that's really going to go out, go over that well. Um, it's kind of slow. And the characters are okay. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just slow. It's just very slow paced. Uh, and it's not, not a lot happens. So you're just kind of wondering. You're like, okay. Oh, yeah, they're doing something. Um, oh, cool, cool. I'll watch here. Um, but, I mean, I do not see that it's going to go anywhere. I, I, I'd be surprised if it got a second season. So um, it's cool. It's neat. Special effects are okay. Creepiness is okay. It's just you can tell that they're they're kind of phoning it in type thing. Um, it, it seems like they're trying to. I mean, they're pro- like a couple, a year, year and a half too late on the whole occult sort of thing. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I don't see it going. I'm gonna watch the last ones. I think I'm only, I think I only got like two more episodes left, but I'll still watch it to see. Um, I was like, based on that shit you've watched all the way through the end, you might as well. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> and, and they're they're actually pretty long episodes. They're hour long episodes, but like I says, it just. It doesn't meld and mesh really well right now. There's just something about it. You're just like, okay, they're... Oh, yeah, they're doing something now. Okay. And... Oh, now they're doing something. And you're just waiting for something to happen. And it, and when it does happen, it's not great. It's not like, oh, my gosh, it's super cool. Because you're looking for the supernatural. You're looking for the superpowers, the the stuff like that. And it just doesn't get there. So. Taste like I mean... something from the 1970s. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's sort of just... like it's missing the mark for the Marvel stuff because all the Marvel stuff it does good storytelling with the action yeah. that's what keeps people interested I actually had someone uh, one of my uh, unit guys we were talking about movies and I he says his favorite Marvel movie is Iron Man I'm like well that's cool I don't even think that's the best origin movie in Marvel and I told him about Captain America better. he's like I can see that and I told him about Captain Marvel he's like that movie was boring I'm like that was boring. You got a problem. <laughs> I thought it was a very good, interesting movie all the way through. But in any case, well, guys, uh, that was uh, we're gonna call that our episode. Um, we're gonna get podcast. out of here. Yeah, that was our podcast. Um, we, um, <laughs> I will continue to work on that model. Uh, Kathy and I will definitely. Uh, she'll be. Going through and telling Gonzo no and slap me around a bit and then I'll get back on track and do stuff. Um, but I'm going to continue working on that uh, next episode. Your remote squirt bottle, Kathy. She'd be like, "Man, Gonzo, no." <laughs> 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 Work up a buzzer system. Awesome. 
Set up a set up a, a, a super soaker. <laughs> now, but you know, I would just be firing that off at random. Yeah, I know. And then one time you'd be just sitting there just playing the button because you're fidgeting, and I'm like over here soaked beyond belief because you, you started fidgeting with the button. You're like, oh shit! So, guys, please take care of each other. Please watch out for each other. Please be safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. Um, don't need anybody else getting COVID. Um, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Good night, people. Good night. Should we, should we sing them out? What should we sing? There isn't any. They probably can hear it. We can. I mean, we can do this song that never ends. This is a song that never ends. <laughs>